On the Record with Gavin Riley. Brought to you by PwC on News Talk. You might have noticed that the cost of petrol and diesel has been beginning to creep up a little bit again uh, in recent days. Certainly it's gone off the historic lows that we had seen uh, inside some of the last couple of weeks. Uh, Paddy Common of the Communications Manager with AA Ireland uh, is with me on the line. Um, Paddy, before we talk about some measures that are taking effect today um, that might result in the cost of petrol or diesel going up a little bit more, you might remind our listeners exactly what the situation is regarding excise and how that might change potentially at the end of this month. Good afternoon, Gavin. Yes, we, the government had given us a concession on excise duty on fuels of uh, 15 cents on diesel and 20 cents on petrol. And that is due to uh, be reversed at the end of uh, of this month, end of February. Now, there have been some reports, and you might be closer to it than I am, that this might be um, kept on for a little bit longer. I think there's been some pressure applied from some backbenchers to, to keep that uh, continued uh, because we would almost inevitably see the prices going up to close to €2 Euro per litre almost overnight at the end of February. Uh, you would have a situation as well if you did have all of those cuts being unwound in one fell swoop at the end of February. You'd, you'd probably have queues at, at petrol pumps and that would have its own knock-on consequences as well, wouldn't it? This is the difficulty because you would almost instantly being uh, see a tank of diesel or petrol going up by about €10. Euro. So you would inevitably see queues at petrol stations and it doesn't take an awful lot to empty a petrol station if there's a run on a petrol station and that would lead to panic buying and God knows what else. So um, I think it would be wise, obviously wise if they can uh, keep it up for a while, but if not, then it should be staggered. Indeed, in the Sunday Independent reporting today that there has there obviously is some internal dispute within the government about what to do about all of this. The Green Party uh, a little reticent uh, about the idea of having ongoing subsidies for fossil fuels, but uh, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael TDs appearing to make clear that they don't believe at least all of that excise can come back at the end of this month. Uh, the reason why we're talking today specifically, Paddy, is because there are some changes coming in, into effect at an EU level today, and you and the AA are, are, are have warning that that could potentially result in petrol and diesel becoming a little bit dearer independently of tax. Yeah, that's correct, Gavin. The EU has already shunned Russian seaborne crude oil, but now they're going to be giving up on diesel as well because uh, today marks the uh, a ban on Russian oil products. Now, the, the key word there is products because diesel is one of those. And, and we in Europe, anyway, um, whether we're, whether it's been true in Ireland or not, but we in the EU have been taking an awful lot of Russian diesel. Historically, more than half of our importation of, uh, of diesel would have been from Russia. So it's a big gap to fill in order to remove that. Uh, So we are still using that to this day. There hasn't been any kind of a boycott on that up till now. It's still the case that, that about half of our diesel products are coming from Russia one way or another? Yeah, they would have been in in the EU now. Um, the, the, that is due to be reversed, and, and you know it's a big gap to fill. And this is this is part of the of the issue now. There is a good chance that the fuel is going to be sourced from other markets, be it the Middle East or or, or Africa or elsewhere. But the difficulty in the short term could be that this could increase freight costs, and uh, and that could obviously lead to an increase in the price of diesel in particular. Doesn't doesn't seem to be any issue with petrol, but diesel is a fuel which we obviously all use so much for transportation, for running the country as such. Um, so there is a potential for that to uh, to lead to price increases. And of course, then if there's an issue with freight costs, that means that then the cost of everything else gets pushed up that little bit more too, because nothing can make it to a supermarket, for example, without there being freight to deliver there in the first place. Yeah, that would be a huge difficulty. Now, there's, there's, there are commentators saying that, you know, it, it could end up being 
a, a non-issue. For one, if we do find a good source of the diesel for, uh, other than Russia, and if Russia themselves find uh, another home for it. But we also could end up in a very strange situation where the fuel is being sold to the likes of India and then India are selling it back to Europe. Or there's even been uh, discussions of it going to Turkey and then Turkey selling it back to Europe. So we could end up in a situation where uh, this ban is, is really not effective at all. Um, is there any way to predict or have any certainty as to how much this might push up the price of the pumps by? It, it really does uh, depend on a number of factors. We, we we know that there's going to be a cap on uh, the price of uh, Russian diesel. That's what was announced over the last 24 hours, so it's about $100 a barrel. Now, at the moment, diesel is selling for about $120, $130 a barrel, so we're not likely to see any major disruption initially. It, it really does depend on if there are supply issues. They, there hasn't been a huge demand this winter because it has been pretty mild, so the prices have remained quite stable. But I think you would, if you were going to see the effect, I think you would see the effect in maybe two to three months from now rather than immediately. But you know, who who knows? We we have seen, you know, the worst of what we saw this year was um, just before Christmas when we were seeing it up up sort of over two ten, two twenty a liter for diesel um, before Christmas. So hopefully we don't see that again. Uh, very briefly, Paddy, before I let you go, uh, also news this week that there are now 375,000 vehicles on Irish roads which are overdue an NCT. And there seems to be a really massive uh, oversubscription of NCTs uh, across the country. Is that the sort of thing that could be at all easily unwound? Or, or how exactly does the state manage to get its way out of this system? Because it seems right now, if you take the NCT at face value, that it's a certificate of whether your car is roadworthy, then it doesn't really seem fit for purpose if you have close to three-eighths of a million vehicles that are driving around without one. There's a couple of difficulties here. One is that the, the, there's a, a real shortage of staff. We see it ourselves in the AA in terms of uh, of mechanics, uh, and we have our own difficulty in getting patrol staff. But it, I think what needs to happen as well in the short term is, uh, you know, apart from the waiting list, is is people servicing their own cars properly and has been flagged during the week, people showing up for the NCTs. There's been a huge uh, reduction in the amount of people showing up. So I think people do, uh, you know, take their own responsibility Honor the honor the uh, appointments they have because they are disrupting it for other people as well. But from our own experience in the AA, we are seeing a huge increase in breakdowns as a result of people not maintaining their car; they're just using the NCT instead to see what's wrong with their car. Paddy Coleman, communications manager with AAR, and thanks very much for joining us this lunchtime on the record. On the record with Gavin Riley, Sunday morning at eleven. Brought to you by PwC. Great minds think unalike. Different skill sets, diverse opinions, it all adds up to the new equation on News Talk.